Welcome to the Radiant Mama podcast, hosted by me, Natasha Rose, shamanic medicine woman, mother and wife. My passion is to empower women to come back into their body and reclaim their radiance through a shamanic lifestyle, giving them the freedom to live life in their fullest devotion and unapologetically creating their life around their truest self, rhythms, desires, pleasures and joy. The Radiant Mama podcast is a place where we discuss how we can embody our radiance aligned with our mind, body and spirit, whole and connected motherhood, shamanic medicine, radiant womanhood, witchy goodness, radiant business, rhythmic, slow, seasonal, living, and so much more. Simple, radiant, living. Take a breath. Get your cup of tea or cacao. Settle down somewhere cozy. Take this time for yourself. And enjoy. Hello, welcome back to the Radiant Mama podcast. I'm so excited about this episode and I wanted to jump right in with just the question. So the question that somebody sent through was how did I get started on a shamanic living path? What does that look like and how how did I get here? Ah, oh, so really it's a pretty long story. <laughs> I've kind of covered it in the uh, three episodes about where I come from, my experiences in life and what that's led to. But I thought I'd answer a little bit more in a episode specifically on shamanic living so I can also give a little bit of a take on what shamanic living looks like because it's not just shamanic healing, it is a full lifestyle and a full philosophy. So how did I get on this path? There are multiple different avenues as to how I got onto this path. I've always been interested in witches and witchcraft and magic and all of that kind of thing. And then I've also been really immersed in nature as a child as well. This all combined is really what directed me and led me into the shamanic path. But the specific steps that took me there would be that uh, when I had my son I spoke about that in one of the previous episodes the birth portal took me into 
a whole different energy and I stepped back into my spirituality and really delving into that it really took me through into new age I feel like new age is where a lot of people first get introduced because of all the shops the new age shops there is a lot on social media and on the internet and it's all so available and the issue I have with new age is that it's so culturally appropriated that it's still in a colonized mindset and energy we're still in a new age taking from other cultures with no respect and no real knowing of what these things are that we're bringing into our lives and we're going in thinking that they're bringing in positive energy and light and ascension and awakening but some of it could very well be bringing in a very low vibrational energy and a very dark energy and the whole new age paradigm and new age spirituality to me is very dark because it does have that cultural appropriation we are taking from cultures that are not our own with no understanding of any of the practices and no commitment to a path or lineage so yes I got started into new age as most of us do um, and then I for a long time was suffering physical pain very very fatigued I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia so I was looking for ways to relieve that and I came across Reiki Reiki healing and it helped me a lot it helped me to heal um the idea of being an empath and absorbing other people's energies which is a whole nother topic on its own that I have different beliefs and opinions about and it did help me with pain because as I was doing Reiki it was sending me deep into a relaxation so my muscles and my nervous system was relaxing which is so important if you have fibromyalgia because if we're in a stressed state, it can really heighten our nervous system and then it brings in inflammation into the muscles and yada, yada, yada. So I then decided that it was really helpful for me. So I wanted to study to do Reiki for myself so I could do it at home. Then I progressed because I wanted to help and send energy to my husband when he was deployed. So I did Reiki level two. And then I decided, well, I might as well do Reiki level three and then I can teach other people. This is where my path started to shift because I taught about four people and it never felt right. And it just, I felt like there was no connection. I felt like you can't just do a two-day teacher program and know everything. I know that there's a lot to do with embodied learning 
but a lot of the time when you learn it, you're kind of left on your own to fend for yourself. And I just feel like there's not enough understanding. And like I said, inviting other energies. There are energy healers out there that are working on energies and then not sealing the energetic wound. So leaving it wide open for goodness knows what to come in because it's a vulnerable state. Again, other topic. Uh, So I stepped away from Reiki. I was doing a lot of my own intuitive learning and my friend at the time, well, she's still my friend now, but my friend at the time was going down a shamanic path, which sounded very interesting to me. And she kept saying, like, we're doing this in our learning. And I just intuitively was already doing a lot of things she was talking about. And so I started to look into shamanism and I just, I also didn't resonate with the path that she went down, um, which is fine. And she's totally so amazing. And so she honors the lineage so beautifully. It's been such a beautiful journey to be able to witness her through this. And she's also come from New Age as well. So it's just so beautiful to witness somebody coming out of that New Age bubble. And I decided that I really needed to sit with myself. So I stopped offering teachings. I sat with my healings. I sat with the way that I did healings. I sat with myself. What direction did I want to go in? What was important to me? What did I want my life to look like? What did I want it to look like for my children? How can I give back all of these things? And it wasn't the same shamanic path that my friend was going down. And so I then at the same time was going in and learning about my ancestry. I really wanted to just go into ancestral ways, deepen my roots, get to know myself more like on a deeper level, energetically, physically, traditionally. And as I was doing that and learning about my ancestry, where we're from, traditions, uh, celebrations, the way that things were done, all of that kind of thing, a beautiful woman popped up in my path who at the time was doing Celtic shamanism teaching. She's not teaching anymore. She's gone down into her own beautiful business doing um, herbal, herbal products and things for people in person, which is wonderful because she's so knowledgeable about herbs. So I did this training with this beautiful woman who is a friend and has supported me so deeply. And I trained with her for uh, at least a year. Actually, it was more than a year because I did a program before I did the medicine wheel. I did a program with her. And it was beautiful just to be able to immerse myself into the ways that ancestors did stuff she is directly from Ireland she lives in Ireland 
and it was really lovely to learn directly from somebody who is using the medicine uh, and has learnt through the lineages, really. Um, and so my training finished and I had a little break and now I'm studying to be like druidry, druidry. I don't even want to call it to be a druid. It's a druidry. It's a way of life. It's a philosophy. So I'm studying that now, which is also being beautiful and amazing and to be able to compare notes and feel into how aligned it is and how both ways of teaching is a bit different but they both have the same stories which is so beautiful so that's how he ended up on the shamanic path um so what is a shamanic path or what is shamanic living as I said, it's a way of life. It's a philosophy. For me, it's such an earth-based spirituality. So it's based around the elements. It's based around earth. It's based around giving back to the earth and living in right relation with the earth, looking after the earth. And even the wheel of the year is about the seasons and what that brings with each season and it brings energetic teachings and spiritual teachings but also just noticing the seasons and then aligning our life with that it's beautiful and it's so so hard to like sum it up in one podcast and I really feel like I'd love to have somebody on here to have a chat about it uh, because I feel like that would open up so much more. For our family in a way of shamanic living, we definitely followed the wheel of the year. So we live seasonally, we honour the celebrations, we definitely honour our ancestors, we do things to honor our ancestors we honor the earth and we live in respect of the earth we try our best to look after the earth we try to give back to her we um yeah we just it's like to me shamanic living is everything has a spirit everything has a spirit everything is energy and being able to tap into that unseen field and feel into the energy of the trees or a certain beach or like we're traveling at the moment so feeling into the energy even of the earth and that part of country and how that feels and then also sometimes learning the history of that town and then being like, wow, that's like I can feel that in the energy, like the energy of this town feels heavy or the energy in this town feels really light and it's like a very healing town. And I find that at places where we go and I'm like, wow, this has a really good vibe immediately, always has so much goodness fresh produce beautiful friendly people 
amazing little cafes with like the best vibes, um, really nourishing foods, uh, like communities, tight-knit communities that have support networks. It's just you can really feel it. Oh, and I don't know, like I just I find it really so difficult to put into words what <laughs> what shamanic living feels like is because it's just it it's it's literally a way of living. I guess the most important thing for our family is like I said, living in right relations with the earth with other people with ourselves within our family unit and what I mean by right relations is not always taking we are also giving back we're not always you know just taking from the earth we're not living in a consumerism capitalist mindset or lifestyle we've really stepped away from that we try to reduce our footprint as much as we can we with each location as I said we connect with the energy but not only that I myself very very much so the kids do it alongside with me or I've caught them sneakily quietly doing it themselves which is the sweetest we will sit with mother earth and the energy of that town and we will say like we will introduce ourselves and welcome you know, ourselves to the land and get to know the spirits of the land. And then we say goodbye. Every time we leave somewhere, we say goodbye and we we say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for this beautiful gift that you've given us while we're traveling this continent. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the healing you offered in this place or the beauty you offered in this place or the teachings or the wisdom or whatever it was we received. We say thank you. Oh, I feel like I got onto a tangent. <laughs> so we definitely live in right relation. Uh, we follow the Celtic Wheel of the Year. So each season comes around, each Sabbath, each celebration, we celebrate it. We learn about the gods or the goddesses, the stories around it. We are very much still learning all about it. Um we were following just the seasons for a long time and then as I went into ancestral learnings we have begun to learn about the wheel of the year so this would be our third year our third year following the wheel of the year and not a Wiccan wheel of the year it is the Celtic um well actually it's the Irish wheel of the year um so we also are learning the irish names for the solstices and the equinoxes and we're learning the irish stories and traditions so it's really the irish wheel of the year because within celtic there are so many parts and so many different traditions and names for things depending on where you come from <laughs> mm, what else for shamanic living obviously doing shadow work whenever something comes up that's triggering or 
doing shadow work of our ancestry because through our ancestry there has been many times that our ancestors have taken taken from different cultures and taken land from cultures like in Australia our ancestors took the land from the from the Australian indigenous and then in Ireland our ancestors took from the indigenous Irish and we took land from there so it's doing a lot of shadow work to do with that kind of recognizing that in our family we are colonizers and trying to rewrite that by changing a lot of the stories and changing the way we interact with the world and interact with first nation people and even their practices it's so important to our family what else I guess as well like living living by choice and knowing that everything in our life is by choice and we can choose to live a miserable painful life or we can choose to live a vibrant radiant life and in that choice we can choose how we eat how we speak what we listen to how we interact with people, how we interact with ourselves, oh, how we interact with each other. That to me is very much a shamanic living as well. I think that comes under shadow work as well though. Hmm. I, f- I feel like to really... cover this I almost need like I said I need to speak to somebody else in a podcast it need I need people to ask questions so if you have any questions if you've been listening to this and you have any questions please send them to me because I really it's such a big topic there is so much involved in it I really I don't know what to cover without making it me feeling like I'm rambling on for hours <laughs> with no um, direction, I guess, because there's so many different aspects. I mean, obviously, shamanic living, uh, we do a lot of energetic healings um, and rituals and ceremonies as well. So there's that whole aspect as well. It's, it's, there's a lot encompassing. So, yeah, if you have any questions, please send them through. I feel like I will leave this podcast here as it is. I have a podcast. The next episode will be I did, I was invited to do a live with my friend who I was just talking about, who's on a shamanic path with the Inca. And we chatted a little bit about our paths. It was meant to be about seasonal living, but we definitely chatted a lot about our paths and about right relation and about how both of our paths unfolded. So that's going to be the next episode. And I feel like that might fill in some gaps that this podcast probably hasn't covered and then yeah 
All I can suggest is sending in questions. <laughs> Let me know what you want to learn more about. If there's something that I've mentioned that's piqued your interest or your soul's gone, ooh, ooh, that sounds interesting. Ooh, I want to learn more about that or know more about that or I want to know more about her life in this section. Please send them through. It will also help me to figure out some more topics for the podcast. And also, if you're listening, I hope that you have enjoyed this podcast. I am sending you so much love and light and radiant energy. And I look forward to the next podcast. And if we have any chats in between, I look forward to that too. Have a beautiful day or night, wherever you are.